Life will always bring you on a roller coaster ride. I'm navigating through each and every day and loving what is and what the future may hold. My past has given me amazing memories and untold stories, and at times feeling of worry and hardship, which I now see as part of my life journey. Remember, show up, and if you fail, that's okay. Tomorrow will bring a new day and new ideas. I've had the privilege to spend time and interview some amazing leaders over the years. As they share their stories of life and business, I find out what makes them the people they are. I'm honoured to share their stories with you. Shane, welcome to Break Two Brands. You are an interesting gentleman. You are. Um, you say so. If I, well, it's not what I say. It's what your wife is telling me. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh different conversations. Different conversations. <laughs> Business consultant, would you call yourself that or mentor or what label would you give yourself? Well, I, I often joke and just say messer. Messer. Um, um, no, I, I've already seen that in the first three seconds. Oh, I'd so, say there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can call yourself whatever you want. Um, I'd, I'd probably say maybe leadership and business advisor. I mean, sometimes it depends who I'm talking to in what context, but often it's kind of around leadership, I think, really. Um, you know, that's kind of where I would generally focus. Do you know, as we were, as we grow and develop our businesses, we think of these names and let's call them labels. Yeah. And, you know, you're a mentor. And I remember when years ago when I was working out to see was I a mentor or a consultant and someone yeah. say, you're well, everything. a mentor is for this, these people and consultant is for corporate. And you're kind of going, but they're the same. Yeah, yeah. And I think sometimes people overthink their titles. Oh, uh, I, I don't care what you call me. At the end of the day, you know, I work mostly with, I suppose, entrepreneurs and C-level execs. And, and my job is to help them, I suppose, to improve their goals, but also improve their quality of life, but to become better leaders, better people. Um, so and I agree with you 100%. Like, I mean, mentoring and co- consultancy, whatever you want to call it, they're all kind of, in my mind, methodologies. Yeah, so they are. they're not they're not the person. And I mean, anybody. What's funny about this time we're living in is anybody can call themselves a consultant. Anybody can call themselves a coach. There's no regulation around that. So at the end of the day, you know, and actually, I think it's being commoditized at the moment because so many people are saying they're coaches or consultants now. So really, all you're down to is your reputation, yeah. Which really is your name. Then so when Shane Craddock comes up, it's like Grant. Well, it's whatever. So it's really my reputation or whatever you think that is. But all that's based on really is your results. But you know what it is as well? It's the confidence of calling your business your name. Yeah. Because as we go through, you know, we think of what will I call my company and we'll call it this or that. Yeah. And they're all just hiding behind something just in case. Oh, my God. But when you get to that stage, when you call it me, get me Shane. That's the confidence that you have. And, and that's what you want your, your, the people that you work with to have that as well. Yeah, well, I suppose it makes it easy on one level. I mean, it depends what your end game is, though, right? I mean, you know, if you're... If you want to sell it or... Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, in a previous life, before I set up as Shane Craddock, the business, I had a partner and we would have had, a, I suppose, a broader practice. And in that context, it was around a business name. So it's down to kind of really what, what you're about. But for me, it just makes it really simple. And the model is quite straightforward. It's, it's, I prefer it now than what it was before. Yeah. And that's the, nice th- that's the nice thing about living in today's world is that you have that option. But it, 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 I give you, like I had um, Harris Myers. Yeah. And people used to say to me, oh my God, where'd you get Harris Myers from? And I go, well, and I'll be honest, well, I said, you know, Harris, English, Myers, Jewish, 
you know, Harris Myers, it seems when people say it, of wealth and it's really, really old. Do you know, like a law did you, firm. Did you make up the name? Yeah, yeah. No, I thought yeah. you bought the name. No, no. Oh, so yeah. you actually made it up. I made it up. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're trying to convey a certain it was, yeah, context it was or because, feeling. Because yeah. at the time we were looking at going towards uh, law firms and that was the sort of the target. Uh, yeah, market. okay. Well, then that would have a certain kind of a yeah, resonation. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it was uh, what sort of name can resonate with old English you know, Jewish values. That was your target audience. Uh, well, that was what you wanted. Yeah, and you know, now it's Joseph Dalton. Now it's Joseph Dalton. Different target audience. Different then, target audience. Happy to be you. But 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 <laughs> you know, because but when I used to say to people, they'd look at me and go, "That's marketing." <laughs> <laughs> well, they, well, actually, it's funny. I remember somebody saying to me before that words don't matter, and I'm a big fan of words because I love writing. Words really do matter, you know, because you know the whole communication thing around body language and tone and words and that percentage thing. I never fully subscribe to that. I mean, like body language and tone are absolutely very important. But my experience is the right words make a massive difference. The wrong words also make a huge difference. So, and, and, you know, I think we've talked before. I mean, you know, uh, as a hobby, I enjoy to write. I've written a couple of plays. And so that's for fun. But that's come out of a love of words. And actually the right word in the right context in a play can make it or break it in my mind, you know, and that's why, you know, I, I really admire writing. But in a sales context, in your context, same thing, right? Yeah, but but it's, I always say as well, we have strategy and tactics, hmm. okay? And people can build as many landing pages and they can build the most beautiful websites and they can do all this wonderful stuff. But at the copy behind everything, the copy is everything. crucial. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's why Dan Kennedy right. g- yeah. pays, gets 100,000 for writing an ad. Yeah. You know, this is a man that gets 18,000 a day for coaching people yeah. in his basement yeah. because but, but, he but, but understands. Would you think that, do you think that most people in, uh, most business people understand the value of copywriting? No. I don't think they do. No. So, I mean, as a writer, you know, and I worked, for, you know, it's it was a skill that I developed actually originally because I was, I was, I was, I liked writing. I was good at it. I wasn't good at writing necessarily in school. I kind of developed it after school, but then I also applied it in a business. But I remember doing a workshop years ago, maybe ten years ago, with a guy called Ted Nicholas. Have you heard of him? Uh, no. So Dan Kennedy would have. Ted would have been a mentor, actually, of Dan. And Ted is, I don't know, I think he's in his eighties now, but he was like the godfather of direct marketing, and doing a workshop with him, and really starting to understand the value of the right words and understanding the skill around copywriting in particular. And uh, like, so the, uh, most of the structure and strategy that you'd see now with the best direct marketers online would have come out of the structure of the offline world with someone like Ted Nicholas yeah, and yeah, Dan because Kennedy. because it is. It's the, it's yeah, the, it's the broadsheet. Exactly. It's, you know, the headline exactly, on it. Yeah. You know, I heard you are great at writing, especially checks, is it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, maybe that's for my, wa- maybe for my wife, Joe. There's no such thing as checks anymore. <laughs> What's a check? Well, uh, tell that to Judy. But uh, no. But, <laughs> but to, to hear it, there was, it was funny and the power of words. It was put up that Dan Kennedy had passed away. Right. That he had died about three, four weeks ago. And I was speaking to someone in the stage yesterday. He said, "No, it was oh, uh, it was it was wrong. He's oh alive. He walked out. Of, he walked out of um, he walked out of the hospice there the other day. Fine, yeah. So wow. it was just big, this big. You know, oh my God, he's passed away. And I was still getting emails from him and going, what? <laughs> <laughs> he's done all his work six months <laughs> oh in advance. God. That's why. And, and, a, and another part of me was going, well, if he has passed away, maybe some of that divine inspiration could come down in my own copy. <laughs> Well, in the conscious business, maybe that's part of your skill set there, yeah, you know, tap yeah. into the other people's minds. Tap into it. But going back to 
We're talking about copy. We're talking about words. And I think being a business consultant or an advisor, you are sharing your words. You're sharing your knowledge with people. Mm. And people, we are in a position that we have to really be careful of what we say and how we act. And especially with ourselves here on the radio. But there are people who are coming to us who need help. And it's, you know, it's, it's either helping them or making them accountable for what they do. So we really have to be ethically honest, transparent in what we do as well, because we're helping people or we're screwing people up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I suppose we started with words are everything. I mean, to me, but also where do words come from? And as you're saying, they're, you know, ethical but I, I do think we're in a funny time, and even you're talking about Dan Kennedy, and, and go back, just loop a rack around. Yeah, yeah, look, this is all no, about... Because it's linked, I think, because, yeah. you know, a guy apparently dies, but then we're in, in a time where words and social media get amplified very quickly. All of a sudden, that's into people's minds. All of a sudden, that causes different reactions, etc. Um, and then, you know, I just think we're in a very interesting time, and you're talking about the conscious business side of things. You know, I find it's never been easier, actually, to use words that mean nothing. You know, I think that's a challenge that we have. And it's where's the substance behind it? Because, you know, we use words and images to sell. But it's really about, in my context, if you're saying, what do I really look for? Sometimes I don't overthink the words, although I do value words. But most of the thing I'm looking for is where am I? So if I'm dealing with a client, just as as we're talking about it, what would be coming up for me is like, well, how am I before that meeting and during that meeting and even after the meeting? How am I? Because if I'm there with the right state, and I'm present, genuinely present, not just saying I'm present, but if I'm really in the right state and present, and then with your experience, and then also tune into the client, you're much more inclined, in my experience, to step out of even knowledge. You, you know, it's it's not the, it's not like learn knowledge. You're down into actually the moment, into reality. You're more likely to pick up stuff. And I'm sure you've seen the same thing. Yeah, it's it's sort of when it's that ha-ha moment. It's the, the inspiration of, oh, we've got it now. Mm. This is it. All this conversation has mm. led to something. Mm. An insight. And, yeah, and that insight is the step that moves forward. Exactly. It. It's it's like a spoken word can never be undone. Exactly, exactly. And I remember actually speaking to, I mean, we were talking about mentoring earlier on. I occasionally will mentor different coaches and consultants myself who are kind of newer to the game. But I remember talking a few years ago to a coach who um, was quite good and experienced, but they, they had hit a limit. And almost a couple of their clients had said, I think we've kind of hit as far as we were going to go. But she she was saying to me, you know, well, where am I going to go with this? And actually the block was having too many uh, join the dot exercises around techniques. And so if this happens, then we do this. And really the focus was to actually, well, can you drop all of that? Drop all your knowledge, drop a framework and just be with the client 100% genuinely and just see where it goes. And that was the thing that allowed her to flip up to the next level and keep the clients for the right reason because they felt it. And then, as you said, the inspiration came out or the little insight came out. So it was out of kind of thinking about your mind getting panicked around, what will I do next? Where will we go? Because the age we're living in right now, you know, living in the unknown is kind of where we have to be. And it's to learn how to be okay with that. But it's all about listening and Mm. it's about caring. Mm. You know, you could get into a conversation with someone and, and, you know, you'd be going on and you're going, oh, look, I'm really struggling with my business. And you're going, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You you have to actually Ah, absorb, yeah. yeah. 
like I say to people, I'm not your coach, I'm not your consultant, I'm not your advisor. I says I come part of your board of directors. Yeah. So okay. you, I'm I'm sitting in the background. Yeah. You know, and and that gives them a bit that extra bit of confidence yeah, yeah. because you said it there as well two seconds ago or a couple of minutes ago. You know, anybody can call themselves a consultant, yeah. and anybody can call them like what, like even. Why are, Why am I one? Because I've 28 years mm. of experience. Mm. I've ran businesses. Mm. I've made, you mm. know, success of them. I failed in mm. some. Mm. And all mm. I'm doing is, is sharing that wisdom mm. with someone so... They don't have to make the mistakes. They don't have to make the mistakes. Exactly, yeah. And there's yeah. value in that. And then it's yeah. down to, as well, the relationship and the chemistry and the, the trust. Yeah. Um, but it's so. the sales is what... The way it evolved for me was it was the sales process and knowing the sales process and being educated in the sales process and in doing working through that then hiring people to do marketing and realize the money I was paying for the marketing was rubbish and then going and being a curious person I go right I'm going to learn this and I learned everything about it and it's one thing that I remember my sister said Sorry, to Joe, me what once did you, what did you learn about marketing about oh, the marketing yourself. about okay. myself yeah. yeah so I it was lead pages landing pages okay, it yeah. was copy it was all that direct marketing you know I know SEO and ad pages but I'm not interested in that it's the direct marketing I was fascinated about yeah. how can you trigger someone's mind which related back to the sales process like we were learning sales and NLP in our 20s and we didn't know it was NLP yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and then someone put a label on yeah, it yeah yeah they just lay, they, they, and they structured what was already there yeah yeah, you know, yeah. Like, I suppose yeah and yeah. I mean NLP is useful in certain contexts but I do think it's, it's very limited then in others because you can stay in NLP um, I mean, in a in a direct selling page, it's very useful and it definitely works. But in a, in a kind of a relationship, I think you can actually block it. Yeah, but it but it's it's conversational. Yeah, it's 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 and that's where, and it was that progression. Like my like my sister remember saying, "Oh, the Irish are terrible at going to counsellors because they." will go, I need some help and they learn everything about it. They won't go to the council but they learn everything <laughs> about it. And that's just a, that's why there's so many ca- people that needed help are now counsellors. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so they went and became counsellors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. And yeah. she said that was the mindset of the Irish because we are a curious race on it. Yeah. Where in the States everyone, you know, has consultants just, and, and mentors therapists. and therapists and yeah, everything yeah, as well. Yeah, there's a different mindset around it, yeah. What, what... What do you feel is one of the main concerns of why people come to yourself to elevate their own growth in their in their business? Is it unsure? Are they lacking confidence, or is it they just need that extra little bit of knowledge? I don't think it's knowledge because I think knowledge is you can Google anything these days. You can get the knowledge quite quickly. You know the ten steps to going to heaven or the ten steps to better sales or whatever. I think knowledge is it's just everywhere. So it's more than that. So to me, there's kind of two people that would generally come to me. One is um, I would say they're they're already have achieved a degree of success. Um, they're very good at what they do. They're smart. They're motivated and. They understand the value of just having, I go back to your point there about the trusted advisor, the, the director to say, just an expert advisor that's independent, that's got the experience, like a CEO and say, actually, you need to do this, this and this and be challenged. So they know because there's people around those people, like whether they're men or women, they, they very often get surrounded by yes people. And it's hard to see the blind spots then and then you're not going to improve. And then the second type of person will be someone like that who gets stuck. Yeah. And they're kind of coming in to say, uh, probably usually by a referral often half the time, 
um, and say, listen, I'm stuck. Your, your name is recommended. Can you help me get unstuck? Um, so they're kind of the, generally the two. I'm going to jump back on that. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Sure. Everything's fine on 93.9. Dublin South FM. Oh, will you look at them go? I wish I had their energy. Ah, They're good for the soul, though, aren't they? I can't imagine life without Lucky, <laughs> but he might outlive me yet. Oh, well, take my advice and sign up for a Dog's Trust Canine Care card. It's completely free, and it's given me such peace of mind since I did. What's that? Well, it's simple, really. It means if you pass away before Lucky, Dog's Trust will take him in and give him the care and love he needs until they match him with the perfect forever home. That sounds terrific. How much did you say it costs? It doesn't cost a cent. Great. How do I sign up? Just text CARE to 50100 and they'll call you with more information. Or you can go to dogstrust.ie. Well, that's wonderful advice. I'll do that right away. Here, Lucky. Good boy. Whatever loan you're looking for, wedding loans, holiday loans, car or home improvement loans, make sure you talk to your local Capital Credit Union, where there are no hidden charges or early repayment penalties on your loan. Loans subject to approval. Terms and conditions apply. Capital Credit Union Limited. Regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Senior Line is a confidential telephone service for older people. Free phone 1800 80 45 91. We're open every day of the year from 10am to 10pm, including Christmas Day and New Year. So it's free phone 1800 80 45 91. We're there if you need someone to talk to and need someone to listen. We're older people too, so we will understand and we're very good at listening. Did you get the senior line number? It's free phone 1800 80 45 91. Your community radio for South Dublin. This is Dublin South FM. Shane, we're having a great conversation there um, just before the break and we're talking about communication and the value that we're offering. And, and you did mention as well that a lot of people can find anything they want online. Hmm. And I'll tell you a story about that another hmm. time. <laughs> <laughs> this is a family show. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And it is about making people accountable, but it isn't a, it, it's that questioning, it's delving in, it's really hitting and resonating with them. And what I've learned is when you take someone out of their comfort zone, that's where the magic happens. Mm. Because we all sort of hit this, uh, this wall and I, I call this wall, do you know when we're running on Martin and you being um, a man of sport, is you, you hit a wall mm. and that wall, when you break through that wall, mm. you'll finish the marathon. Mm. I believe that people hit that wall in business mm. as well. Mm. And what happens with them is they hit the, it's doubt mm. and that doubt turns into fear and mm. then that fear turns into anxiety. And what happens with them is their mind goes, I'm going to protect you. I'm going to protect you. So I'm going to pull you back to this place that I feel is safe. Mm. That place mightn't be good for them to mm. develop as a human and it pulls them back. And that's where then that frustration comes in. Mm. Where mm. when they're working with someone like ourselves, we help them up over that wall. Mm. Call it a paradigm shift. Who knows? Mm. Mm. And once they get over that, the magic happens and the business grows. Mm. Would you mm. agree or disagree with that? No, I would agree. I think, um, I think you know, I think we might have discussed before that uh, to me, you know, in any in any in any business or game or sport, like you know, they talk about the outer game and they talk about the inner game. 
And the outer game is kind of what you can see, the typical skills you'd be learning in business, sales, marketing, finance, operations, whatever. But then the inner game side of it is critically important. And that's what you're talking about there to me, which is what's going on inside the person in terms of there's always going to be unconscious limitations, even with the best. And also, depending on what happens, like life is never a straight line. You know, you might be flying at a business and then something goes off in your personal life. Um, And that can really affect your mindset. And so to me, half of it is about, I think, self-awareness around and helping your client to understand on a practical level what that actually means because that's that's kind of be a wishy-washy statement for many understandably but it's to be understand well actually there is an inner game and there is an outer game so let's talk about the inner game and say well first of all that voice where is it coming from and also as you say to kind of either navigate around it over it or whatever else but sometimes as well and this is what the best can do I think is still take action despite it yeah yeah. it's I've learned that you cannot change what's happening externally Mm. But you can change your view on it. Exactly. And that's that's the secret. You know, yeah. I always say there's never a problem. It's always a solution. Mm. You know, people will come to you and go, oh, my God, the world is collapsing, you know, chicken litten. You know, mm. and you're going to go, it's not really. This is how you can exactly. work around yeah, yeah. on it. And it is yeah. funny, you know, the best, even the best, the best of the best can and will get challenged. Like, you know, just when you think, just when your ego thinks, oh, you know, I'm golden, man. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm everything yeah. I touch turns to gold. You're, you're going to get life kind of goes, okay, Grant, here's a little sideways, sideways punch. And so it's to understand that that will happen. And like, you know, we were talking before earlier on about the joke about <laughs> what value consultants have really, you know. Um, but it really comes down to, I think, you know, consultants as a term has always been there. Sorry, sorry, the person's always been there. So go, go back to inventing the wheel. I'm sure there was some guy, you know, when they invented the wheel in the Stone Age, right? With there's a, there's a, a, The car might break down. A guy comes along and says, actually, I can help you fix that. You do this, that and the other. That's a consultant. Yeah. So all, all it is is what you're trying to broaden the view and maybe understanding of the person who's in the game. And I mean, sports people have them. Business people still don't, a lot, of, a lot of people still are skeptical about it, but I think there, there's, a, there's a massive jump in awareness since I started this, you know, so even when that was whatever, 20 years ago, I mean, the last 10 years has been incredible to watch the openness improve. I think women have helped that actually. W- women coming into the more and more into leadership positions have opened up that conversation, opened men's eyes to it. And I think even now with the sporting context, men in particular are much more open to, okay, do you know what? I don't want to miss the trick here. So maybe I should have a conversation with a couple of people and just see just see is yeah is, isn't that isn't that mad because it's all about asking other people it's you know a lot of people I talk about this on, on, on the show a lot is people create a business of an idea in their head they build a website and say they have a business oh, yeah. without even without even asking anyone yeah. is this a good idea is this what you want is this what you want yeah. and then there's the other side of it is that why so many great ideas have been left on bar stools because the guy tells his mate and subconsciously in his mind the gratification kicks in that he has already done it oh, yeah, so yeah. there's that there's that fine yeah. line on yeah. it you know there's a gap in reality yeah yeah, yeah. So like, what's the reality yeah, of the market yeah, yeah you know yeah. And, or, or even where are you at really I mean, I mean, I remember, this is going back years ago, but I remember talking to a few people just over a cup of coffee who'd ask for some advice, but they'd put so much money and time into the wrong things, which was, you know, the, the, even the website, the business card. I remember they were having fights with their partner over the logo and I was thinking, okay, has anybody even sanitized? Uh, <laughs> does anybody want what you're selling? What does the market want? You know, so as, as Keith Cunningham would say, like, find out what they want and go and get it, get, yeah, give it to them. Yeah, it, 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 it's, it's like even people, like I've um, clients who don't even have websites, 
because we yeah. haven't even got to that, but their business has been is starting to you know do really well. Yeah. I said, don't be worrying about these things. Yeah. We all have this illusion that you need to have all the whistles and all yeah, the no. bells to run out. No, it's, no, it's even it's, for me at the moment. I've got a problem with exactly that, which is you know I, I plant up. up. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's writing down something, folks, that, he, that he's gonna he thinks he's gonna try and sell there's me. A, there's an offer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not good enough, Joe. Anyway, so oh, sorry, sorry, let me just double it. <laughs> No, but it, like it's it's like there's work to be done on the market side of the website, and it's just you know what there's so much going on at the moment. It's just yeah, no, not yeah, a it's, priority. It's, it's, yeah, it's it's priority in what yeah, what it's matters. It's not a priority. But it's like even say, look, it's you, the joke, and I said to people, it took me ten years to be an overnight success. Yeah, you know, it's there's people that see you know someone here and they go I want to be like them but they don't realize the hardship and and you know we spoke about this before where I think both of us there was a stage in our lives that we went Jesus Christ this internal voice is wanting me to fucking change my life for the worse or the better on it you know and but that, that can happen that can happen that, at any yeah, time yeah it can right? happen at any time yeah. but yes and touching back as we we we're looping back there is that you're talking about, you know, that ego might pull you down. But I, what I've learned is I don't stress about anything anymore mm. and I, I don't worry. And I'm in that really nice place. Great. But it's a case of I'm humble. Mm. So even when the external stuff hits me and it's a whopper, I kind of go, okay. And the way I get says I've asked for that, I've asked to experience it in some way. I'm acknowledging it now and now I'll walk around it. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I think like the there's something necessarily wrong to do with the ego and everything else. And actually, I was only speaking to somebody yesterday about this. Is that really I think actually one of the biggest problems that we have in business is the ego. Now, it, an ego is important, but it is a problem um, because actually what it, what it will do the in male this age, ego. Everybody, the, everybody has yeah. an ego, Joe, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, I, I used to think maybe naively that women didn't, but no, women definitely do. I you want know. you to meet my wife. She <laughs> <laughs> disagree with you. Totally. Well, no, no, my wife would also disagree <laughs> with me too. So like, just because I say something doesn't mean it's believable. And you're going <laughs> to change your mind anytime. I say no, everybody has an ego except my wife, Joe. I, I forgot to clarify that one, especially if you're listening, Judy. <laughs> my love. <laughs> That's a lovely no. picture you have over there. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, you know, but in, in the age of where things are being disrupted and um, tested, and I think the ego is going to be tested. I think the, if you're too egotistical, there's, that's definitely a recipe for pain. It's also a block on on clarity, and it's block on collaboration. And the models are being tested right now, and I think what's exciting is that, I, I mean, I can, so, I can see very much in the freelance economy in particular, massive growth, but also the potential for very interesting work arrangements in terms of collaboration with people. You know, I, I can see it kind of opening up, and, and that's only going to work if we can learn to manage their egos because the ego very much wants control, wants to own, wants to dominate. And very often it's unconscious. Like, you know, you just, you talk to people, they go, oh, I'm not, yeah, I'm not egotistical, it's, it's, but it's unconscious for many people. It's a, it's living consciously. It's, and that is, you know, mm. it's, it's funny. I, I did a show there with Dove Barron a couple of weeks ago. He's a leadership coach in Canada. Mm. You'll find him online. Great guy. Mm. And I did. It, and we talk, we were speaking about this about being consciously mm. aware and mm. living consciously. Mm. And I walked out of here and I went down and I was thinking, yeah, it's living in the moment. He's so right. And I stuck. I stuck. <laughs> me, I stuck. I can see what's coming. <laughs> stuck me pass card in. Took out money to pay the childminder. You know, um, took that out. I was going consciously aware. Yeah, living in the moment. He spotted and I'm driving at the road, left the eighty. 
quit in the machine. Uh, yeah, listen, yeah. yeah. I'm sure it happened, right? It happens. Yeah. It happened, but I'm laughing, going. I was thought about living in the moment, and that moment I forgot to take it out because I was living, I wasn't living in the moment, I was living in my yeah, thoughts. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and it's funny because just in the spirit of sharing stories, there was a, I, was, I was actually listening to a podcast, I can't remember the name of the guy, but he was talking about. He was parking the car somewhere and there was a big event on like a, a sports match. And so parking was at a premium on the road and somebody parked over two spaces. Right. And he said in his mind, his mind started to flip out and he was getting really annoyed. And then he just caught himself and he went, hang on a second here. Yeah, you know, d- d- calm down let There's nothing, go. and, yeah. and let it go. And as I was listening to it, I, I just drove into a garage and I was go- supposed to get some diesel in the car. And I, I was coming to park and this lady parked right across two lanes. It yeah. never happened before. And my mind started to flip out. Yeah. I was kind of going, I don't believe it. And she looked at me. Uh, I kind of gave the eyes, but she wouldn't even move. And literally, I remember thinking to myself, bizarrely, this is a test. So I went, okay, relax, Shane. I'm just going to wait here and just sit. I'm just going to be in the moment. And wait for her. And just wait for her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I waited for her, she had the phone up to her ear the whole time when she was filling diesel. She went into the shop and she came back out on the phone and she looked me straight in the eyes. And I, was, and I just was kind of relaxed, smiling. I think she was expecting a fight. And... Another in, in different times, maybe I would have had. I would have gone, yeah. "Hey, like, what's the story?" I wouldn't yeah. be immune to that. But in this context, I went, you know, just leave it be. But actually, she got in the car and drove off. Didn't care. But to me, that's a it's a it's a fun example on myself because my mind was flipping out, and I just had to be separate myself from that. But to me, you could translate that into business because if you don't get the contract that you want, if a staff member does Let something that does your head up, yeah, but it's so hard for people, Joe. You know, yeah, and, and no. that, that that that's the area I think you're talking about conscious business, yeah. which is brilliant. But it's that's an example on a simple level. Say, well, actually. Can stuff go wrong in your day? Yes. And you can kind of go, okay, that's just what it is. Let me just keep myself very clear and calm and state. And out of that, then you're probably going to find the right move. But you won't. You won't. Uh, so many people I talk to who are so busy with their lives and phones and emails and everything else, they're mentally busy. And in that context, I think it's very hard to separate yourself from that ego, from that voice. It's really difficult in that context. But Yeah, but it's how you address it. Like when I lost the 80 euros, I kind of went, searching for really, and then I kind of went okay how am I going to get over this and I said to myself whoever found it needs it more than I they might have gone oh my god I need it that has saved my bacon and that was that's that's how I got over it a gift a gift gift, yeah yeah. to charity for the week Joe yes yes charity for the week (laughs) and uh, and then there's the letter I wrote to Ulster Bank (laughs) (laughs) give me back give me back (laughs) me money who show me the video of the person that took it that was you (laughs) oh my god I've got dementia as well (laughs) there you go I remember when did you Shane you're you're, I I would look at you as uh, a successful business person entrepreneur when did you kind of realize that and i know a lot we i get different answers from people all the time but when you realize do you know what i'm sort of made it i'm not made it because we we never make it we're always moving forward when did you kind of realize god was it i'm 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 at a place now that i'm content that's an interesting question i am i'm not sure i've ever thought about that hmm. um if you ask me my instinct would be probably I'd say maybe the last, maybe five years ago, I think maybe a penny dropped because certain things happen with clients in a really good way. It was a result that we've been working on for a few years and they kind of all came in. I remember there was one year, I think it's about, it must be 2014, yes, that'd be five years ago. So where uh, kind of like all the ships came in on certain work and I remember clients, you know, very happy and all that kind of stuff. But I remember just talking with my wife and now that you're asking me, I'm thinking, yeah, that was probably around then I kind of went, Okay, yeah. Actually, do you know what? I really contributed there and, and added a lot of value. And I think there was a kind of a mind 
shift in me at that time around probably how I approached clients, the kind of clients that I thought I would uh, attract or even pursue. And then even in terms of income, you know, um, there was a big shift even over the last five years. But that was dependent on getting results. So I think um, some, of my, some of my current clients listen to this and think, yeah, 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 I remember that time because <laughs> they're giving out. But, but I, I'll always say to clients, well, look, you know, once, once I'm charging whatever and you're getting the return, that's, that's, that's but, always but what isn't you want. that it is. It's, it's people, you know, the first, a lot of business fail in the first three years. And I always say they, they don't realize the amount of time it takes to get a client yeah. and the, the, how long it takes to get a sale or, and the amount of money that is needed in the business for the first couple of years as well. But it's all those people that you spoke to in year one and year two and year three that actually may come clients in year four and year five. Yeah. And it's all the people you're working with who are getting the results. And it's that momentum that is building. And you know what? And momentum is such an important word. Momentum. Mm-hmm. Because I think I think a lot of people sometimes think, you know, well, I've done I've done enough. And I, and I mean, I never really thought about how long it was going to take. I just kind of kept it going. It just keeps, yeah. It's, but it's I, but we're, activity. Uh, how much activity are you doing? Yeah. That's the... And, and, and this this is my nice segue now into the dinner as well, Joe, that I mentioned. <laughs> but I was thinking genuinely about, say, Doreen Allen, who's at speaking at this event coming up. Yeah. And I met her there a few weeks ago to kind of talk her through the event and everything else. And fascinating woman, like really fascinating. But I was asking her about the journey of Ballymaloo Cookery School and her own career. And what I took out of it was was just this, she just said, look, a lot of it was born out of desperation. Like, you know, that to make money for her family, to put money on the table. And she said, yeah, we see all this big thing now and this big brand and recognizable. But she said, a lot of the time at the start, it was just pure desperation. Like, what next? And I can relate to that myself. And, you know, there was a time where it's just like, look, just you just do, 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 do. And then at some point, once you're very persistent and you're still making money and you're often value people, then you can kind of click things up. Yeah, but it's also you can go into something for money and fail. But if you can go in for passion, passion yeah. it'll work. Yeah, and you I was know. lucky because I mean I had, I I I had my midlife crisis early. Yeah, you know, yeah. so that was a key factor here as well because I mean I was in a different career before no this. Nice shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Joe. I, mean, I appreciate the compliment. <laughs> but have you ever had to sack a client? Yes. that wasn't doing the work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah. few times. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Hopefully, he's not listening. No, uh, no. But you know that. Yeah, no. Well, uh, I think. Yeah, no. Well, I think. You know, going back to where we started. You know, but your name is the brand. Um, um, so you know your reputation is everything. When when that especially so I mean any business, but especially when you're the brand. So yeah, and I've had a couple of clients where you say, look, you know, at some point, if I I'll say this always at the start. I'm sure you do the same thing yourself. So listen, at the start, you know, if you're not doing what we're talking about, then I don't know why I'm here. And so if you know, it's nice to get paid for money and everything else for doing nothing, but really it's not good for business. Yeah. Because if somebody meets you out and says, oh yeah, well I work with so and so or whatever, so really yeah, that's interesting. But you're not actually reflecting any sort of change or success or whatever else, well, then it's bad marketing, right? Yeah. So that's the, I mean, you know, referrals, whatever about the DM side of things we're talking about and everything else, best source, source of leads is is referrals. You it know. is, yeah. But, it, you know, but I, I always believe referrals is only a small part of it, you know, it, it, and it, there's, a, there's a percentage which it's easy to make. And then if you want to jump up and yeah. to make the millions, it's, there's yeah. a lot more work and everything yeah. involved in it yeah. as well. So it's, yeah, yeah, you know, there's, there's, I'm very choosy with who I work with, so I don't take on everyone because I'm value. I'm I'm 
checking them out and asking these questions because I don't want to be a slave to someone. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be working with someone who's an ass and they have to be able to put in the work as well. Yeah, And yeah. that's, as you say, that's your reputation. Oh, I'm allowed to say asshole on the radio? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we put it in. And, uh, <laughs> you can bleep it out afterwards. It out yeah, no, well, I, I agree. I agree. But also, you know... Um, oh, you're not, sorry. You just said, oh, I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. I'm in the clear. Thanks, Alison. Um, I appreciate that. Uh, well, no, like it's like the All Blacks with the rugby on at the moment. You know, there's there's no asshole policy. Um, uh, you know, I'm always curious as to when people say that, how how do they actually live it? I think it's a good thing to have a business. So, you know, toxic people we call. Yeah, them I lo- here. I'm lucky. Yeah. I'm, I'm lucky. I, I do like yourself. There, get to choose who I work with. Yeah. Um, I wasn't always able to. I, I never. I never. I'm ungrateful for that. So it's nice to be able to say no and just pick who you really want to work with. Yeah. And I always remember Bob um, Rotella, um, the the mind coach for a lot of top golfers. Uh, I had a chance to meet him a few years ago and, and, and ask him a few questions and he just, I was asking him about um, like the kind of people that you work with but he's, he, he just said to me, he says, never work with somebody that you don't believe in. Don't take the money. And, and I thought, you know what, that's really good advice because why would you? Now, but I think sometimes people do just for the money and I think never do it. Yeah, no, and that's really good as well. Never, never for the money because if it is, it's just painful on it. Yeah, you want to believe in them. You have a second book coming out. Yes. Yes. When is it gone? And when? what's the name of it and when will it be published? Yeah, well, the second question, I'm not sure I can answer that yet, but the first question <laughs> is called The Inner CEO. Okay. So it's kind of my experiences and, I suppose, view on what we're talking about at the start there, but the inner game of leadership. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, it's uh, trying to make the intangible, perhaps sometimes viewed as BS area, making it tangible and practical. And I've got a certain model that works for me and works for clients. Um, and if I, if I might, I m- also mention as well that event we referred to. That it's called yeah, the, give us, I'm going to ask you about that yeah. event as well. So, so it's don't the, worry. Okay. We, we'll ask you about okay, it. The pub- and that's a wrap, folks. Thank <laughs> you <very much. laughs> No, no, let's put a little segue in there now afterwards. Uh, <laughs> so uh, the, the publish side of it is not confirmed yet because I have to 2020. Yeah, it's going to be 2020. I've got it 85% written. So my goal at the moment is of saying it out loud here now, which is going to help. Yeah. End of quarter four, it's but, written. Okay. And then we're into, right, publishing. 2020. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What's the name of the event? When is the event? Tell us a little bit about that. The Dinner for Ladies Who Don't Lunch. Mm-hmm. It's the sixth year we've run it. Um, we've had some great speakers over the years. We've had Asen Cows at Drag- Dragon's Den, uh, Bridget Donahue who is Penny's Primark Supremo. And this year we've got, as I mentioned, Dorina Allen. And it's on the 6th of November. Uh, the, all the details are on my website, shanecraddock.com or Eventbrite. And uh, uh, luckily, we're, we're very close to being sold out, which is great. So it's just the final push. So 6 November, which is a Wednesday, and it's on in the award-winning Saba Clarendon Street in oh, Dublin yeah. City. Nice yeah. place, actually. Yeah, yeah, so we're taking over the restaurant for the night. Yeah. And a lot of spot prizes. It's a lot of fun. And it's, uh, it's not your normal type of networking event. So we kind of really work hard to make it light. And to make it easy to meet new people, um, and so far uh, the feedback is that that it works. Oh, so it was yeah. six years now. It's, you know, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Well, it's growing each year. We started yeah. off the first year, believe it or not, just with four. Yeah, which is a bit of fun. But then I thought, oh, there's something in this, and it just kind of has grown each year. So unfortunately, I have a lot of male clients, Joe, who at this point really want to go along to it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, some of them threaten to dress up as women and come in. But I, I, I have to have bounces on the door to make sure we screen for that. Yeah. <laughs> Openness is not allowed here. Yeah, it's, it's women it's, only. It's in the hands of the Adam's apple. <laughs> I'll be watching out for your eyes with the special yeah. makeup. That looks like Joe. Yeah, there's, there's Josephine. It's Josephine. Yeah. Hello, hello. I'm a lady. <laughs> yeah, no, we'll have bouncers, special bouncers for you, Joe. Best business advice. Ah, uh, here. That's a weird, weird one to say. Ah, uh, here. Yeah, yeah. I, on the spot, best business advice ever. Did you give someone? Oh, did I give someone? Yeah. Um, 
Well, it, 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 it's, a good, it's an interesting question. It's probably different today than it would have been even a year ago, yeah. maybe a few years ago. I'd say the best piece of advice I could give would be... Hire me. <laughs> Hire Shane Craddock. Don't talk about yourself. <laughs> no, I won't be as bold as that. But yeah. if you say so, Joe, that's yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> best piece of advice would be, I think, in any context, no matter you're a business owner or any sort of leadership position, or even if you're aspiring for more success, I would say invest in understanding how you work from the inside out, Mm -hmm. okay? So whatever that means to you, or even a starting point, just start with something. So whatever, working from the inside out, invest in that area, um, just start with it. Now, there's loads of different things you can do in that space. Some of them, I think, are less, or maybe more valuable than others. Um, But I think anything in that space, I mean, in particular, I would say, learn how to be present, Mm -hmm. you know, so that the best people in business that I know they were never necessarily consciously taught it, but they were ex- they're extremely good at concentrating when it matters. It's a skill. And, um, but what they don't often realize until you tell them is that that's transferable to other things. Yeah. You know, so um, it's usually unconscious. Anybody who's excellent at anything, whether it's sport or business, they're, they're highly concentrated. They have a skill. And that skill can be learned. Um, it's obviously, a lot of the time it comes out of passion. So they confuse yeah. it with passion. But yeah. actually, concentration is a skill I think that can be. So that so I'd be talking about that. Yes, it does. Shane, where can people reach out? You, I know you have a fantastic uh, website with lots of free yeah. information on that. Yeah, um, no, thanks for saying yeah. that. Because yeah. there is actually a lot of free stuff yeah. on Because I write a weekly blog, as we talked about. Yeah. And um, I put up different things on it in terms of videos, yeah. which is free. ShaneCraddock.com. So go back to where we started, the, the yeah. name of the business, Shane Craddock. Yeah. It's one D, though, because a lot of people think it's two. Although I think I have two there as well, which bounces onto one. Just, yeah, just in case. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just as a Which side, name is he? God. <laughs> when, actually, you know, a funny side, when I started off, I was I was debating with a friend, will I go Craddock Consulting or ShaneCraddock.com? And he was saying, go Craddock Consulting. And I remember afterwards thinking, why did he say that? Little did I realize he actually bought my domain name. Did he? He yeah. bought it. And uh, when I rang, uh, I went, went to register, I saw his name and I went, ah, here. But it was a wind up because I had to ring up then to ask nicely to get my name back. <laughs> yeah. Which, which I had to, it took me some pain to get the name back. So luckily I have it there anyway now. Yeah, it's it's like I'm Joe Dalton, but I also have JDC.ie. Right. And and the reason is it's Joe with JDC.ie. It's simple. Yeah, yeah. You know, easy to remember. Uh, easy to remember. Yeah, it? good idea. Shane, thank you for coming on. It's thank been you, a pleasure. And um, we will, uh, I look forward to the book, I do. Uh, I know my wife, um, my wife was gifted your last book from Heather Leeson. Oh, right, very yeah, good. I know that. My, wife wor- my, my wife works with Heather. Okay. Um, on In Glenville Nutrition. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and we have the book at home. Oh, yeah. brilliant. Yeah. 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 Well, thanks for saying that. I appreciate so, that. So, uh, yeah, Shane, thank you for coming on. Thank you, Joe.